Louise McSherry on 2FM. Okay, now it is time for us to talk to Alison Spittle, who is joining us to chat about the big laugh-in for Dublin's Rape Crisis Centre, which is happening on Friday, featuring Irish comedians like Jarlath Regan, Eleanor Tiernan, Alison herself, and even Maeve Higgins. Maeve Higgins, Alison. Coming out of retirement, especially for us, she's a legend, and I'm so excited for seeing her. Like, uh, I, I'm just, I'm excited just to be sitting. I, I want to get my bit out of the way as soon as possible and go watch the other comedians. Like, I am so psyched. I didn't know if we'd ever get to see Maeve Higgins do stand up again. Oh, she's well. That's because she's she's like she's doing incredibly well. Like with like every time I see like her Instagram, there's something in the Guardian or it's New York Times. I and, know. Like, it's, I'm just so happy for her. The, the more she thrives, the more I feel I thrive. I live my life vicariously through her. Oh, and me just, too. <laughs> me too. Big time. I interviewed yeah. her for um, a, po- a podcast and I asked her about like making the decision to move to New York or whatever and try and go for bigger things. And she was like, I just couldn't not. And I was like, yeah. oh, wow. That's that has stayed with me. <laughs> she's, she's really impressive. But anyway, we're not here to, as much as I'm delighted that Maeve is in your gig. <laughs> It's not actually what we're here to chat about. <laughs> so, first of all, yeah. how are you getting on, Alison? Oh man, okay. Do you want the truth? Yes. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in England at the moment, and uh, I got my hair cut, and I went for a picnic, and it felt amazing. And I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> I I have found it, and I don't know where I have managed to scrape it from, but I have somehow found it in my heart to be happy for my friends in the UK. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't think initially I was like I don't know if I have it in me but I have actually managed to get there and I am happy for you how was it what was the feeling like when you were walking out of the hairdressers oh well number one ten times lighter I haven't had my hair cut in about I was six months before the before the you know I'm, I'm a person that gets my hair cut when it's like really needed and it was really needed as soon as like the first cases in Italy came up right. and I was like oh I'll have time uh, it was getting stuck under my armpits Louise it was right. desperate and then I got deep conditioning treatments because I wanted to you know I was treating myself oh yeah and then you know I'm seeing her cut my hair and I'm like that is about 20 quid on the floor mm. of conditioning treatment because I don't think you should get a conditioning treatment and a haircut because you'll just think about how much you're cutting off yeah that's it you're, you're getting rid of all the hair that needs the conditioning probably um, yeah. But uh, okay, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that you're getting on well. Um, and I would also like to hear about comedy safety standards. Talk to me a little bit about that. Three. So it's a group that was set up uh, last year. There was like, I, there was like, um, how will I describe it? Like a reckoning in comedy yeah. uh, last year, and it was really, really sad and traumatic for a lot of people involved. And you know, you you going to you, people are WhatsApping each other. It's like, what can we actually do? What practical things can we do? Because we're sick. We're st- I'm, I'm sick of texting people and going, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, like, because of course, more. just in case people don't remember, there were lots of yeah. really horrible stories coming out about experiences that women had had within comedy and the comedy community in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Just like, the, I think comedy, like a lot of other industries, and I, I don't think it's like, I, I'm not defending it, but I don't think it's more endemic than it is in any other creative industry. Yeah. Like, I think if you're chasing your dreams, there are people who kind of take advantage of uh, of people's kind of admiration and, mm. uh, you know, uh, ambition to, to continue doing something what they, they love. Yeah. And that is open for abusive people to be involved. Mm. So there was a few abusive people that were, like, uh, outed. And, you know, there's there, we, there's got to be something more 
then outing them and go, you're bad. And by the way, I'm very sorry that happened to you. Mm. I, we need to tell these people, like there's lots of people, incredible people that have given up comedy mm. due to abusive people within comedy. And like, it kind of like, I, I, I kind of like, oh, how do I describe it? I had a bit of like a breakdown last year over it because I just couldn't, I felt so powerless. Mm. I couldn't do anything. And and also like I felt like, why, why I wanted something to change and loads of people felt that way. Yeah. And so we got together in um in like a WhatsApp group and, and a Facebook chat and this we were all kind of like talk, people have experienced stuff, um, the abusive in comedy and we're all talking to each other and kind of um comforting each other mm. and then we said, What can we do next? And this uh comedy safety standards is what we're doing next. I mean, like you can either be cynical about stuff or you can give up on stuff or you can try and make a, a small difference yeah. or, you know, and try. And Comedy Safety Centre is a positive organisation. All it is, right? We're working with the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. We've given them as much information as possible about what it's like to be a comedian within, uh, you know, working. And they have done an amazing thing where they're customised a course so people who are working in comedy, whether it be comedians, promoters, whatever, and this is positive. That we're not chasing anybody out of comedy or anything like that. Mm. It honestly is like educational. Yeah. And um, we we we're we're, uh, we're we've made a course to teach people just about spotting uh, early parts of harassment. There are people that do harassing behaviour that I think don't know better as well, yeah. and it's just to teach them and uh, teach also, you know, people that are pursuing it that want to, um, that they want to want to kind of nip that in the bud and it's also like you know we can't make the people that quit comedy come back and do comedy like they you know they're living their own lives and they did what's best for them mm-hmm. but what we can do is hopefully make stuff easier for people who want to do comedy yeah. and feel safer and also for the people that have been abused like that they can hopefully see that what they, them sharing their story uh wasn't for nothing you know yeah, and yeah. like yeah uh, to make and yeah, we're so we're trying to make something positive from from like last year. Yeah, and I, like there's just a great set of people. And mm. what was the other thing? Oh, we got a code of conduct as well. So that's kind of like for people that are running gigs and they're like they don't know where to start. They're like, what am I doing? Harassment is what what is harassment? This is the code of conduct to kind of teach you like you know is this because this is it right? Sorry about this. One second. Um, when if you've ever been in a situation where something wasn't right and then you bring it up with the person and you make them they feel weird with you for bringing it up and they're like why did you say that this is like a code of conduct so you don't you know that information is clear to them yeah and that they'll be able to go to that website and you don't have to awkwardly bring it up two weeks later where you're like remember you did that thing that wasn't right yeah like hopefully the code of conduct will, will teach them you know, it wasn't right. Well, I, I hope think it's coming across as positive. No, it is. It is. And it makes total <laughs> and sense. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I, I think it's good to. I, first of all, I think it is coming across as positive. But secondly, I think it's really important to talk about this stuff because you're right. Like, we can talk about things being bad all day long. And, like, it's mm. important to acknowledge when things are bad. But there has to be a next step, you know. And I think you're absolutely right that there is kind of murky grey areas or people feel like there are murky grey areas. And, you know, yeah. it needs to be spelled out in black and white and I think the point that you made about the fact that there there are people who do harassing behaviours and who don't realise that they're doing it I think that's absolutely true because I have had mm-hmm. conversations with people <laughs> talking about how terrible it is that uh, you know uh, these harassing behaviours exist having experienced the very same harassing behaviours 
with them, From you know? Yes. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think it does. It needs to be spelled out. And the, and the simpler and, and clearer it is, the better, because then we can all live on the same page. Totally. I mean, I remember, like, I, I have this big memory in my head. I'm a hugger, right? Mm. I love hugging and stuff like that. And someone said to me, I'm a, I don't want to be hugged. And I'm like, oh, I never even considered that before. Yeah. You know, and like, and it changed my behavior. And I don't think I'm a bad person. I don't think that person is a bad person. Mm. And I've learned, you know, and I, I, I hopefully, what we should have maybe called the organization, I'm not a hugger. Like it would have been, <laughs> but that's the service that we're offering. Yeah. Is to go, look, this might not be cool. And it's all right. Like, you know, we can continue. Uh, and, and we've been working on it for like nearly a year. And yeah. there's so many people involved. And it is such a positive organization. I honestly, I want to say a shout out to them. You're amazing. I love working with you. Uh, yeah. And we're going to have an after party Zoom for each other. And I am telling you now, the hard shelters are going to come out. I'm going to fall asleep at my laptop. I'm excited. <laughs> well, I love it. And I think it is brilliant. And I think especially because, you know, a, a lot of the kind of conversation when we talk about these things you know there mm. sometimes is a response that's like well you can't do anything anymore and it's I like know. well n- no that's not the case and by spelling it out specifically I think it's really helpful because then you can say no it's not that you can't give someone a hug it's that maybe you ask them first like totally. it's exactly. that simple yeah it is and it's like look we're being no crack so you don't have to be no crack that's what we want to be <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, tell me, uh, speaking of crack, tell me a little bit more yeah. about this gig, which of course is fundraising for this. Well, this, the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre are an amazing organisation and uh, we, we just wanted to give something back to them. They have taken their time out. They've helped us so much right. listening to us. And um, so we, we're trying to like do this gig to raise as much money as possible for the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. And as well as that, like, we're comedians. Like that is our number one job. We're, you know, this is not this is not a part of our job remit or anything like that. And we just got together an amazing group of comedians who who are supportive of the Dublin Ray Crisis Centre and wanted to help us raise money. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, it's just going to be a big night of crack. It's twelve euro, and like, I one of the, after doing a competition where I after buying someone a just eat voucher mm-hmm. and like a little pamper set and stuff to give them like the best night impossible, and for everybody else. Like it's we're gonna have a stand up comedy from like Catherine Bohart, who's amazing, uh Sakisa, Fern Brady. The great thing about Zoom is you don't all have to be in the same country. Mm. We've got we got a really, really great lineup and uh it is that kind of like I've been doing Zoom gigs lately and uh I've been watching people, I can see people in their Zoom with their like, you know, Prosecco in their hand and they're sitting on the couch and it's mm-hmm. very comfortable, they're in their pajamas. And I think it's kinda of great because like in a normal stand up comedy club like if you went in your pajamas, you'd be asked to leave. I'd say, or if you brought prawn crackers in, you know, it'd be very distracting uh, mm. for the comedian because they're very loud, uh, a very loud food. But when you're watching this via Zoom, you can like, have your pajamas, have your prawn crackers, have your wine, and watch away. And it'll, it will be great crack. It'll be live, so you kind of get that experience of seeing people. Mm. Uh, like we'll be interacting with the audience to a degree, mm. and uh, yeah, so crack. So if people want to join in, where do they get tickets? Oh right, yeah. So they can go. There's a there's a there's a donate website. You can go. Do you know what you can do? Go to my Instagram page. Uh, it's the link is in my bio. 
think that's the best place. Or you can Google Dublin Rape Crisis Centre, big laugh in, and you'll find you'll find a website there. Well, I have a link here in front of me, so I'll just read it out oh, just f- to add oh, it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I donate. <laughs> it's... What I've written in front of me is like positivity. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. It's very simple, so it's it's easy to remember and easy to read out. It's idonate.ie forward slash comedy. So I think we can remember that. Ah, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> So I just, you know, I think it's really brilliant what, what you've done and, uh, and and congratulations to you and the group who you worked with on this. Um, I think it's fantastic. Mm. It's great to see people really trying to make a change. And of course, you know, hopefully this will mean that there'll be more diversity in comedy in Ireland and we can get all kinds of different people involved. Yeah, we want to do that as well. Like this is like to stop harassment and also to like encourage as many different people to do comedy as possible. Because the more different people that do comedy, the better comedy will be. Mm. It'll be a bigger reflection of Ireland. And also like it'll just be funnier. Like nobody wants to hear like about 20 people going on about being a frigid, which is what I would consider myself to be. You know, <laughs> we need we need less frigids in comedy. That's my <laughs> <laughs> Alison, before I let you go, you're still you're yeah. still keeping going with the co video. Fair play to you. I know, I know. We watch uh, Twitter. We're doing it. I'm doing it once a week now. The stuff has opened up on. I do it on a Wednesday. Yeah, co video party is still going. Um, I think like what what's in the mix? We might watch my best friend's wedding this Wednesday. I oh. say that will probably come up. Brilliant. It's been it's been voted highly, but uh, yeah. And are you still, uh, still are you going. still just for people who don't know? Alison started this thing where people all watch a, a film together and tweet along. But Alison, are you still doing the costumes? Yeah, I kind of look with Twister. I didn't know what to do for that. Like, I don't have a hurricane costume. <laughs> I do. Louise, I've got a wardrobe full of wigs. I think that was my big lockdown purchase. Was right. buying all these wigs, <laughs> and I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. If anyone wants a donation of wigs and also a masonry screwdriver, I've bought that as purse. <laughs> And I wanted to leave it on the, the curb. And my boyfriend was like, no, what if a child gets it? I'm like, yeah, you're right. So if anyone needs a drill, I can give you a drill and some wigs. They come as a box set. You're only allowed to get them. <laughs> you will find her on Instagram if you would like to access those benefits. Alison Skiddle, a founding member of Comedy Safety Standards and, of course, the comedian we all know and love. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting to me this morning. Louise, thank you so much for keeping me up to date with Ireland. I listen to you when I'm back cooking. Love the show. Thank oh, you thanks so much, so much Alison. Have a great one. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, so nice to talk to her. Uh, and I am genuinely happy that she got her hair done. I, like I, I really am. Louise McSherry on Two FM.